The Stop Hating Yourself podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to take the place of professional treatment. If you're in need, please seek help. If you're in immediate danger, please press pause and dial 911. Viewer discretion is advised. Just hating ourselves a little less. <laughs> like it's working fine bueno getting in there getting get close up to the in microphone. there excellent get up in those levels looking good recorded live from the sad pad this is the stop hitting yourself podcast the self-help podcast where we help ourselves while entertaining you i'm carl bad batch case alongside my not co-host <laughs> my equal it's crossed out but i just kept reading it that's fine so I'm like on today. Yeah. Catfish. Attack by Reddit. There it is. Wow. Hey. Yeah. We start out each podcast with a check-in about how the week went regarding self-hatred. At least that's what it says in the paper. So Catfish, how you doing? As far as self-hatred goes? Yeah. Doing a great job of it. You're crushing it? Yeah. All right. In what way, shape, or form? Give me an example of your... Uh, wow. When did you turn into a professor? Uh, I... Was a professor for, well, I professed. You've you've never been a professor on this show, though. No, that's true. But I do know how to talk, drag information out of people who mm. aren't interested in talking. Oh, I see. Uh, just, I mean, I guess general uh, self-loathing and uh, yeah. Anything particular pop out this week? Uh, let's see. Oh, um, this wasn't this week, but um, a little over a week ago, mm-hmm. it was a Friday, which happened to also be my father's birthday. Ooh. Now, birthday should be in quotations. Um, Why? Well, my father- Is he not alive? My is father is an immigrant okay. uh, from Libya, and apparently the- Mountains, I think, is where they were from. Uh, the mountains of Libya, they don't keep detailed records. Ah. So his birthday's not actually November 8th. But that was the day he picked when he <laughs> immigrated here. And they asked him, what's your birthday? Uh, what day is it now? Maybe it's today. Right. Now, why did he pick that date? I don't actually know. <clears throat> yeah. So growing up, Anytime that day would approach and we would try to, you know, celebrate his birthday, uh-huh. uh, we would usually hear, it's not my birthday. <laughs> okay, dad. Uh, my father is one of those people who, in his attempts to not be a pain in the ass, he's a huge pain in the ass. Right. Like, yeah. That's a thing. Yes. People who are trying to be... A- considerate uh-huh. and end up being inconsiderate yeah yeah. i want to cu- there needs to be a word for that um, i mean we could just call it ahmeding <clears throat> name it after my father ahmeding yeah you're ahmeding yeah okay yeah I don't like be it. an ahmed um so so this year it happened to be his his birthday mm-hmm. uh was on a friday and so we're we're at the mosque and i'm giving him a hard time telling him that I'm going to announce it to everyone Ooh. because 
uh, attention is something he does not want, again, because he doesn't want to be a pain in the ass. All right. Uh, so I'm just ribbing him, telling him, like, ah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell everyone. And as I'm about to leave to go back to work, uh, my mother starts talking loudly about it being his birthday. Like amongst people. Right. As, you know, you milling about in the... Right. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I kind of put my hands up in the air. I'm like, wasn't me, Dad. I didn't do it. I had nothing to do with it. And I think for the first time in my life, my father said to me, I'm proud of you. <laughs> for not being, for, for not making a yes. scene. Right. Oh. Right. How about that? Uh, so... I and if you if you only knew that's what it took yeah yeah, yeah. That that's exactly yeah I texted my siblings when I got back to work and told them what happened and added who knew that was the secret well now you've shared it right so that's it's great yeah they can we can all take advantage of that life hack that's awesome yeah it's the yeah life hack or the yeah the secret right uh, apologies listeners I do have a throat tickle. I'm going to be clearing my throat and trying not to cough directly into the microphone. That's okay. I do it every week. So. I know. I'm apologizing ahead of time. Oh, am I supposed to apologize for that? You're not supposed to do anything, man. You, <laughs> <laughs> you are out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, drugs. Thank you, over-the-counter cold medication. Now, is this the one that you have to get from the pharmacist because it's so heavy-duty? Oh, yeah, the one... <laughs> The one that works? The, the, oh, yeah. I got the, I got the pseudofedrin, which sounds fake because it has yeah. the word pseudo in it. Right. Yeah, but no, I got the real stuff. Uh, yeah. You have to provide an ID and all that good stuff. I never go through that hassle because I want to avoid human interaction. So, so you I get settled. the crappy stuff? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I settle, but then I take a higher dosage and maybe I think I'm doing something. I don't know. I don't know. And then I follow it with a shot of NyQuil. There you go. Help you get your Z's. Right. Not good, not good NyQuil in the middle of the day, though. Well, hey, congratulations on figuring out how to, how to drag pride out of your father. Right. Kicking and streaming. I don't think it'll ever happen again. So you have to threaten him with a public right. display of right. attention. Threaten something he doesn't want. And now here's the thing. I don't know if he actually doesn't want it. Well. Maybe it's just for show, like this kind of faux modesty like oh no no don't don't yeah tell like he can't he can't acknowledge that he would enjoy attention yeah but he really does enjoy it maybe i don't know that that wouldn't that wouldn't that doesn't jive with the pride though the pride came from withholding yes that's but, true um, <laughs> So uh, that... my, my relationship with my father in a nutshell. There you go. The pride came from withholding. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> the pride came from withholding. Great. I can't read that. Great. But I wrote it down. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, hey, Carl. Yeah. What's your week looked like? Um, well, uh, it's been chock full of realizations of things that I've realized in the past that about myself, which is really obnoxious. So previously visited epiphanies. Yeah, basically, okay. um, big, big project at work. 
uh, I took on. Um, nobody told me I needed to do it. Nobody said this is expected of you, but I went. I'm but they did this. say this is a thing that needs to be done. No. No. I said this is a thing that needs to be okay. done. And other people said to me, really, why? Oh. And I said, because reasons. And they were like, okay, well, uh, we'll stay out of your way. And then I uh, busted my ass. I was there. Like, I, I didn't go in one day uh, over, over the course of, like, two weeks. Um can you tell us what this big yeah, project I just, was? I just moved. Uh, com- I just re- reconfigured the canning line. Um, just the different components. This uh, feels it, like a huge thing. It was. It was like yeah. I mean, there com- you have to move big, pe- disconnect big pieces of equipment, redo utilities, um, move pieces of equipment that were never intended to be moved once they <laughs> were situated where they were. They were literally bolted to the floor, um, and uh, like it was a big L. And I made it into a small U instead of a big L. And it does make for a lot more convenient uh, access. Um, and it opens up a lot of real estate for other activities. There's a lot of, I make a lot of stepbrothers references, you know, like there's yes. so much room, so, so many, so much so room much for room activities. activities. Yeah. yeah. But um, I just beat myself up physically and mentally. Like every night I go try to go to sleep and I'd be thinking about the thing that I hadn't figured out yet. Uh huh. And it just keep going like, you know, how do I arrange these gauges and these valves? Right. Um, and then of course I get done and I go, well, no one expected me to do that and nobody wanted me to do it except for me. And I did it. And now I'm exhausted. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then like halfway through, I got this cold that's been lingering for a week. And uh, that once I was done on Thursday, the machine in its new configuration worked. And then I couldn't sleep Thursday night and Friday night because of the cold. Oh. <laughs> so it's, um, what a week. I'm in, a, I'm in a, a, a point in life where like a six hours of, oh, sorry, six hours total sleep, three hours continuous sleep um, is a reach goal for me yeah. <laughs> right now. So. Um, woo, super high energy. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it goes back to like, no, I, why do I keep holding myself, making myself do these things when nobody cares? That is a question I was thinking about as you told this story. Um, and then I kind of what's the wanted answer? to, uh, hitch my trailer. Is that a phrase to your star? That's and be a, like, why do we, why do we do this to ourselves? Yeah. Even though I didn't disassemble and reassemble a canning, an industrial canning line. <laughs> That's a, yeah, an accurate statement. You did not do that. Right. I did not. And I did. Yeah. I didn't. Not only did I not do it, I did not even consider doing it. It wasn't a thing that crossed my mind. Yeah. Sometimes I just see something and I decide I'm going to, that needs to get done. No one's doing it. I'm going to do it. And people strangely just get out of my way. Interesting. Uh, I think it's definitely a white man thing. Probably. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I assert myself and, uh, people give me resources and reimburse me. Um, so that's nice at least. Right. Yeah. That you're resourceful. Go white man. Yay. So that that's that's been my uh that's been my week. Um yeah. Remembering that 
nobody cares except for me doesn't it's like a the first step on a road to not doing it the next time do you do you actually think maybe you could have the observation that something was possible and then not do it yes hmm um for example yes uh, don't have an example. Because <laughs> I didn't say I've done that. I've said <laughs> I could see myself doing it in the future. Okay. So, um, yeah. For example, don't have an example. Perfect. Not not as good as a of an episode title. As uh, the they down. can't all be. No, I can't think of any classic. Episode titles of ours, yes. Um, binding, uh, grinding, biting, and a hot piece of fish. That was a classic episode title, classic very early on. Yes, it was we like may have peaked three. then. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of our biggest listens, but uh, everybody can go back to a year and a half ago and check that one out in the archives. That's not all they can do. <laughs> They can go fuck themselves. All right. I mean, that's always an option, I guess. Just want to make sure they remember. Cool. Hey. Uh-huh? I've got some stuff written down here as a reminder to talk about it. Now, is any of it crossed out? No. Okay, good. Because if it's crossed out, you're not supposed to read it. Okay. So, uh, for the second time ever... For the second time ever... Uh, Tucson Fringe Fest... Uh huh. Will be hosting the Stop Hating Yourself podcast. Wait, live what? Yeah, thanks to your efforts. Oh, Catfish. then I guess I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, we made it in. They, we, we cleared made it the bar. In. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to. I'm gonna have to ask you off, uh, Mike. Did do we have to pay to register? No. No. Technically, we didn't register. Oh, sweet. So yes. We, we, Thanks, Tucson Fringe Festival, for not charging us to perform. We're also not making any money off of it. Well, yeah. And they could, potentially, if we have an audience, which we won't. We had had an audience last year. We had some of an audience. We had, like, over 20 people. There were counting. There was counting. Was there counting? I don't know. But, uh... (laughs) You seem so confident. (laughs) Yeah, that's the white man thing. Uh, I can just I just decide to be confident about something and people believe me. Wow, that's amazing. It's pretty nice. Uh, privilege, yay. Uh, so, hey, Tucson uh-huh. Fringe Festival right. is January 9th through 12th. Right. That is a Thursday night to a Sunday afternoon. What and day can people find us? We will be performing on Saturday, January 11th at 3 p.m. At the Temple of Music and Art Cabaret Theater here oh, in Arizona. Oh, is that Arizona. that's the one at the Arizona Theater Company? I guess so. Okay. Excellent. Uh, and uh, just like Catfish said, dear listener, uh, we are not charging to attend this live recording of this amazing podcast, but you do have to buy a fringe festival button for three dollars now you have to buy that to go to any fringe event correct so if you're at the fringe festival anyway then it is literally zero cost to you 
to stumble into our theater drunk and wow. pass out for an hour while we amazing yeah also what how could there be more well there's also the preview night there is a preview night which we have not at all discussed okay uh-huh shall we discuss it now sure why not you want to do the preview night sure it can't go any worse than last year. It went great last year. We were like on an hour early. People who showed up to see our preview came late and missed it. Uh-huh. It was perfect. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, do, do we know where it is? Is it probably in the same place? Uh, I believe so. This one is. Let me let me pull up that info because it makes uh, as much sense as I would have expected. Let's see. Uh, previews <laughs> are uh, January 10th, 9th? What is it? 9th is Thursday. Thursday. Is okay, Thursday they should put the date there. Um, so there are three different events listed for previews. Oh, excellent. Um, uh, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, a six-hour window in the middle of a work day. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Uh, there are pre. There are going to be previews at Bookman's East. Oh. And Bookman's Midtown. So concurrent previews Excellent. over a six-hour window in a bookstore. In a bookstore that doesn't have a closed room to perform. Does not have a closed room. Um. During. A work day, and as you point when out. the business is open. Right. Okay. So those are the first two. Yes. And then there's one at Cafe Passe on 4th Avenue from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Now, that's just listed as a two-minute preview party. The others are listed as show previews. What does that mean? No idea. But if it's anything like last year, during the 6.30 to 9 p.m. Uh, Cafe Passe preview party, you'll get two minutes of preview of everything that's happening at French Fest if people bother to show up, including a uh, improvised <laughs> nonsense from Catfish and I. So come by. Calling it improvised is very generous. What? Also, what? <laughs> if it's anything like last year, um, we should point out to that you need to walk around the hydrology presentation uh, <laughs> in the main room and find us in the back room. Yeah. They'll definitely be double booked, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. So, yeah, that Tucson Fringe Fest live recording of the wow. Stop Hating Yourself podcast, January 11th at 3 p.m. at the Temple of Music and Arts uh, Cabaret, Cabaret Theater, Theater, the home of the Arizona Theater Company. Please come join us. Make a special trip to Arizona. Um, Please. But you know what's more important, listeners? What? Dear listeners what? and dear catfish. Carl, what's more important? We have no idea what we're going to talk about. Oh, no. So please submit your ideas as to what ridiculous things we could do live. For instance, is there a strange snack food that we could do a power hour on stage for? Oh, my God. Um, is there a particularly embarrassing story you'd love for us to rehash on? Do you the, want uh, to hear us stage? do how last year's show should have been? <laughs> I, what do you mean? Like a rewriting it. Oh, so we just yeah. do last year's show, yeah. but we just rewrite it? Well, write it in quotes because we don't really write. Well, that's in my script that yeah, we don't true. write. Yes. Because this is all script. This is 100% script. So I'm just saying that counts as a draft. <coughs> so let's revise the draft. Okay. That's an option. I'm not saying we have to. 
but so, it's an option. Okay. I, if I'm looking at the end, my script says we are going to mistakenly uh, plan on discussing a movie that won't have been out yet. Correct. And then pretend to talk about friendship while dragging random strangers up on stage. Correct. All right. That sounds like a bet. No, but seriously, like email us at stophatingcast at gmail.com or hit us up on any of those uh, instas or tweets or whatever with your live show ideas for us. Your live show ideas for us. Don't make us come up with ideas. You Why should we do the work? Yeah, please. I greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah. Hey. I am kind of excited, though. Yeah? At the possibility of doing a really dumb power hour on stage. That is a possibility. Yeah. What about like, uh, um, what if we did like cheese curds, a football field of foot by the, fruit by the foot, a football field of, of fruit. fruit by the foot. So 300 feet or a hundred yards of fruit by the foot. Okay. So it's, it's just covering the length. It's not the no, width not, as well. Okay. Not the full area. <laughs> We're not doing so the a, bleachers are not included. The bleachers are not included. All right. Okay. Yes, 100 yards of fruit by the foot. Yeah. Um, I'm, this just stopped my head. Carl. Yeah. That made me think. I don't know if you've been to uh, the stores lately, but Halloween is over. Halloween has passed. To make room for the star Christmas. Like so early. So early. Like I'm pretty sure they had Christmas trees out October 29th. I remember making a post on Facebook because I went to Costco Something like September 7th, they had Christmas stuff out. And I was like, this isn't a good mix with <laughs> clinical depression. Uh, so just like Christmas trees, gravestones, clinical depression? Right, 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 right. Yeah, that right. makes sense. And uh, naturally, I mean, I had to stock up on clinical depression. Yeah. You, you just, you can't pass up that deal. No. Per ounce, you can't beat that price. You can't. Uh, so anyway, Christmas. Now, this is something I think I noticed beginning last year. Yeah. Is they have these, like, three-foot-long candy bars. Oh, yes. You can yes. get a Twix bar that's, like, three feet long. But it's not a single, like, th- yard right. of Twix. Right. It's also, like, four inches wide. Four to five inches wide. Well, if I But also thick, I think, as well. Because, <clears throat> so the ones I saw... Okay. And we may have seen different ones. Possibly. They literally just... It was just normal size Twix bars laid side to side. Interesting. But a yard of it. Maybe because I've never bought one. Mm-hmm. So maybe just the packaging I saw made it look bigger than it was. Yeah. But that's a thing. Yeah. I saw a Snickers bar. I saw a Twix bar. Right. And, um, you know, those Toblerones, those are actually, those are large. Those are actually large. Uh, do you like Toblerone? What's I that do. Reaction I do. That's, that's me reminiscing about reminiscing Toblerone. About... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have Toblerone. you had the different flavors of Toblerone? No, I haven't. You've only had the original? Right. I'm not saying it's because I refuse. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I've been in a situation where any other variants have been present. Mm. Um, when, what, when was the first time you encountered a Toblerone? Okay. I think, I think I was 18. Okay. And I was starting my first year at the U of A. Yeah. I'm sorry, U Arizona. 
no, you wear Arizona. Right. We the local university has rebranded for search engine optimization and SNL jokes. And yes. Well, that's going to boost recruitment, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're if you got a DUI in a golf cart, you wear Arizona, that was the joke. I to be honest, I didn't see it. Yeah, that was that was the one at least that I saw go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, uh, it was, it was part of that journey to adulthood. That, that Toblerone. Four mile drive from home to the university. I meant the Toblerone. Okay. It was part of the, the emotional journey to adulthood. So how did you come to encounter the Toblerone? I don't think children should have Toblerone. Okay. There are several things children shouldn't do. They shouldn't have Toblerone. Okay. They won't appreciate it. They shouldn't listen to Tom Waits. They won't understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, it would be really great if I could improvise a whole list they shouldn't, of things. They shouldn't vape. They shouldn't vape because they won't appreciate the uh, Maui Waui flavor. Absolutely. They also uh, won't have an excuse to carry on a lighter in their pocket. Hey, you know what else? Yeah. Ba- uh, did we say babies <laughs> or just children? Well, anybody under the age of 18. Yes. Uh, shouldn't fuck. True. I'm very anti-fucking. <laughs> Finish the sentence. I'm, I'm very anti-fucking for under 18-year-olds. <laughs> okay. That's not the sentence you were going to finish. <laughs> That's the sentence that was finished, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so, I'm still wondering how you came across your first Toblerone. Uh, I think the TA, like, had some. And shared it with the class. In what class? I think English. Oh, interesting. Yes. Now, I came across Toblerones because my I took German throughout junior high and high school. Right. And my German teacher would visit her home in Germany. She actually <laughs> was German. Um, it was a very rare thing. Right. Um, and when she came back, she brought Toblerones from the continent uh, to share with the class. Our German versions different than what we got here in the, in no, the they're states exactly the same oh, thing okay. but they 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 were i believe they were more prolific in europe I and see. in duty-free shops i believe ah. um so uh when she especially at the beginning of the year like the beginning of the semester she have, would have gone to europe over you know gone home over the summer or yeah. over the winter um she would if people remembered shit from the previous year you'd get toblerone which is a pretty sweet uh, prize right yeah right um but yeah those uh there's definitely a choking hazard with those big triangle toffee yeah. monsters uh, but what a way to go they're so good yeah. what a way to go could you see a time when <laughs> this podcast made was about something <laughs> <laughs> no i would never <laughs> dare ask that could you see a time where the dangers of autoerotic asphyxiation you know, wrapping a belt around your neck. Please describe it in detail. <laughs> and strangling yourself <laughs> as you get off. Do you think you could see that replaced with uh, an alternate method where... The funky Spider-Man? No. I actually don't know what that is, but no. <laughs> uh, where you kind of but... put a, a triangle of Toblerone mm-hmm. down your throat to cut off your breath. Uh-huh. But the, the throat, because of its warmth is slowly melting the Toblerone, which will eventually give you, uh, will clear the, the airway. 
So it's got a built-in safety mechanism, but will it be triggered in time? And also, do you want all that melted chocolate in your lungs? I don't know. I've never tried it, and I don't want to. Maybe that's uh, wrong, what's wrong with me right now. Uh, I don't want to. What's the? What do the kids say? I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. <laughs> okay. So, all right. If you like European chocolates in your lungs, more power to play you. Play ball. All right. Uh, yes, I think that might work, but I won't be the one to. You're uh, not going to try it out. Uh, take the maiden voyage on, okay. on that journey. Um, sorry. But, oh, no, I wasn't expecting okay. anything of you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, to change topics entirely. Yes, sir. I see that your upper lip is no longer bare. That's true. That's true. Carl, We were, neither of our upper lips are bare. No. It is roughly halfway through November. Roughly. Roughly. And our lips are rough. They are rough. Rough and tumble. How has the journey been for you, Mr. Gatton? Now, we, our journeys have been a little bit different. Indeed. Because I had to uh, clear the field, as it were. As it were. So that you could see the new crop come in. Mm-hmm. Whereas your field was already cleared, you just had to let it go to seed. Yes, apt metaphor. Thank you. Um, just any time I make any kind of what I feel are drastic changes to my physical appearance. <laughs> drastic. Well, years ago, I had long hair. Years ago. Years ago, I had long hair, and then I cut it off. Well, I didn't do it, but somebody mm-hmm. did. Uh, and then there have been times when I've changed glasses. And then shaving off my mustache for November so that it could grow back to what I used to have. Okay. Uh, and so I try to, like, psych myself up, like, Oh, people are going to say things, especially at work. Like, hey, you missing something? You know, something clever. Okay. Uh, That's like, psyching yourself up? No, I'm, I'm giving the example of why. Because there's going to be, a, oh, I expect oh, gotcha, there to be a gotcha. lot of inane chatter and small talk about the change. So anytime you are, you're making a change, drastic change to your appearance... You are anticipating yes. and dreading dreading human interaction yes. related to the change. Right. So that requires you to psych yourself up. Yes. Okay. Yes. How do you psych yourself up to uh, combat the negative emotions of expecting human interaction? I practice my fake laugh <laughs> so that I can... Because in my head, they're all going to be saying pretty much the same version of... You made a change. All right. So, so I have to be prepared for the uh, false pleasantries that, I guess, uh, inner office politeness requires. So I don't know. You psych yourself up by practicing your fake laugh. Because I know I'm going to be using it a All lot. All right. Uh, so I'm envisioning this. Go ahead. Um, you're sitting in the bathroom. Yes. Uh, naked save for a too small towel wrapped about your waist. Uh, yeah. you've I, point, I don't your... know if you can call it wrapped. <laughs> it's kind of, I'm holding it there. Yeah. Um, uh, you've slathered uh, uh, shaving cream on just your upper lip. Right. You have a sharp... Meticulously. Yes. Meticulously. There is no shaving cream in my beard. 
it is just or my eyebrows. It is just like you you uh, you just have like a stakingly. You have like a marshmallow fluff uh, uh, mustache now. And and this kind of detailed work, I can't just use my fingies. No, no, I've got to get tools for this application. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not going to tell you what tools those are because that's a secret. Indeed. And I don't feel like. I don't feel comfortable enough sharing that with, you know, just the world. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, and so uh, you lift the sharp razor to your face. Uh-huh. And then you just start maniacally fake laughing as you shave off your mustache. Because that's how you psych yourself up. That is the image that's pr- that was presented. That's pretty close. I don't know if my fake laughter is maniacal, though. Would you like to hear it? I'm sure I've heard it before. Probably. Would you? Okay. <laughs> Audience, would you like to hear it? Yes. Great. Okay. Hold on. Let me get into. <laughs> and I just shut it off. That, oh, that was. That was distressing. It was distressing. Yeah, so that made me feel very uncomfortable. So, the way it goes, practice, mm-hmm. shave, one stroke, shave. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody who's had to shave a mustache knows one uh, pass through isn't going to get it. No. So, shave, laugh, contemplate, reflect, shave, laugh, contemplate, reflect. Shave, laugh, contemplate, reflect, shave, laugh, contemplate, reflect, shave, laugh, contemplate, reflect. Now, that's the first (laughs) pass-through. That's the first pass-through. Now we've got to wash off, Uh and we have to dry. Okay. Okay? And then we have to wait a few hours. And then we go for uh, pass-through number two. Okay. Where you shave, laugh. Shave, laugh, contemplate, contemplate, reflect. Shave, laugh, contemplate, reflect. Shave, laugh, contemplate, reflect. Just three that time? Yeah, because, I mean, you've... There's a lot less hair. Yes. Um, I also envision when you're trying on new glasses in public... At the optometrist's office, you are yes. also practicing your fake laugh out loud in that yeah, arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That must be wonderful for the optical technicians to experience. Oh, yeah. No, they, they appreciate it because what I've essentially done is I've given them a gift. A gift of fake laughter. Well, they don't know it's fake. Oh. They just think, oh, I've really made this guy's day. He's really laughing at these jokes that I haven't made. I just figured they'd think you you were laughing at the frames that you put on. Uh, probably before they come over and start talking to me, they think ah, that, I yeah. guess. I hadn't really considered that. But then they said, can I help you, sir? And you then sound I sound distressed. Contemplate. Reflect. <coughs> Cough. Cough. Sometimes. Yeah. Not always. It's not required. Well, uh, so that's the process. That's how you psych that's yourself up for the change. Um, how has the change? So did, 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 did you end up using your fake laugh quite a bit in that first week or two? Just like every scenario mm-hmm. in which I prepare myself for this 
inevitability, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. <laughs> so no one noted right. your missing mustache over the course of its regrowth. Only people who like already knew mm. that it was happening. Gotcha. Friends and stuff, but friends not even like a ton of friends. Um, I was concerned that I would look like a less attractive version of Weird Al from the Amish Paradise, Paradise music video. Paradise. Paradise. Okay. Um, and that was pretty spot on. Nice. Yeah. All right. I don't recall whether or not he had a mustache in that music He did video. not, which is why that was the comparison. Excellent. All so right. that's been... Uh, how I prepared myself for Movember. What what was your process like, Carl? Because you've done this before. Yes, I, I have. I'm a noob. Well, I I downloaded the app. <laughs> um, Boy. I made sure to uh, count the number of years I've been doing it. Uh-huh. Um, and then that morning, instead of shaving my entire face, I skipped my upper lip. Hmm. And nothing happened. Right. And that was the end of my preparation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I got a new Razor uh, cartridge. Ah. So um, I was like, well, I'm going to be doing this definitely every day. So let's, right. let's start clean. Right. Um, and uh, right now, um, a lot of people are commenting about the mustache. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that this is the fastest it's come in for me in any year I've done it before. Yeah. I, I was surprised. It's, it's rolling. I um, think you may be winning. Uh, if, if, well, if the contest is length or time to, uh, definitely a full grown mustache then probably, yeah. But when it comes to fundraising, (laughs) uh, not only have I not raised any money, uh, I don't think I've asked anybody to donate since day three. (laughs) You have done uh next to nothing <laughs> to uh, I, ask for money i believe the uh there's a yiddish word that encaptures encapsulates it uh, i've gone done bubkus bubkus yes uh and you just um, sat on your tukus uh um well, with respect to yes. the mustache right uh yes and even yesterday the the part of the reason they do this is the thing that people do is that people ask like why the are you randomly growing a mustache right um well that ha- that actually happened to me for the first time in number of years wow. that i've been doing this i was at a, a a child's birthday party and the child said it to you uh no oh. uh a set of uh grandparents commented like wow you're really growing a mustache there carl how about that and i said yep why and i said well um because 60 men takes their lives every minute or something. Oh, you've got the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, And they were like, that seems like a non sequitur. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, old people. (laughs) And I said, yeah, it's grayer this year. Would you like some more tea? (laughs) (laughs) No, they want more tea. I said, you know, and then I said, yeah, that's a thing that we, that's being done and I'm trying to raise money and, you know, there's a link and things. And then they were like, oh, okay. And then I went and I painted a, a, a pumpkin-shaped um, uh, piggy bank. Oh. And um, no one put any donations. No. Yeah. No. But you've raised $125? No, not true. 
so when setting up your Movember account mm-hmm. uh, for the, I guess, Movember fundraising, mm-hmm. uh, you, you set your own goal, how yes. much money you want to raise. Mm-hmm. You, also, you give an explanation why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. My explanation says, I'm doing this for Carl. Aww. Yours is much more appropriate. It's detailed. Yes. Uh, the goal that I set for myself was to raise $50 because I wanted to keep it low so that I could meet that goal. Well done. So I have had $50 donated in my name or whatever. Well now, done. Now our team has raised $75. Oh, really? It wasn't to no, you? It was specifically it was to our team? Yes. Oh. You, yourself, the individual, has have raised zero dollars. Zero dollars. Look, I'm a little cash poor right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst part is you set a pretty high goal. I just set the same goal I had last year. And you are zero percent. I know, away. I know. I'm I'm hoping that like this week after the stupid work stuff and the cold, I can like double down and bug people on social media yeah. a lot about it. Yeah. Um but, but I, so I, there's that promise, I guess. I I would like to thank our three donors. That's amazing. Uh I'd Did like you to thank donate any No, not yet. But oh, I okay. just got paid the other day. Oh, so uh, you're cash rich. Well, no. Okay. Uh, so our three donors that we would like to thank uh, at this point are Gina, uh, Jen, and one of our top listeners, Yeah, I think, Dane. Oh, wow. Yes. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Dane. And gals. Uh, and if you're listening, uh, stop giving us your money. Please be more <laughs> responsible, responsible fiscally. Your wife is going to divorce you. And your dog will stop returning your affection if wow. you keep doing you're, this. You're, you're putting a gun to his head. Those are, those are some big threats. What else can I do? He's I making stupid decisions. I don't know. I appreciate it. I can appreciate it. But at the same time. Well, at the same time, you did say we need to get him on the podcast. So maybe he's just trying to buy his way into the studio. I don't. Well, I was going to say I don't blame him for that. But I would, really would. <laughs> I would blame him for that. <laughs> If he felt like he had to bribe us to get on this show, well, he hasn't. It hasn't. Nothing else he's done has worked. I mean, he's he's moved away. He has moved away twice. Yep. <laughs> he moved away, and then he moved further away <laughs> in the opposite direction. Uh, I haven't lost him in California. Why don't I try uh, the flyover country? <laughs> yeah. So the, those two things haven't worked. Maybe now he's gone to maybe I'll throw money at him and he'll. Buku buku Dolores. And tell you, let me tell you, Dane and other people who we suggested we definitely want to have you on the podcast. Uh, it is not you. It is us. It is laziness. We are just not being active in that area of our lives to invite you and schedule it and figure out the technology to interview you over the phone so sorry the the most insulting thing about it though Mm -hmm. is that this part of my life Mm -hmm. doing the podcast yeah that's my most active part of my life yeah and still not active enough to you know arrange guests yeah right well uh Thanks for the support of Movember and whatnot. Uh, I uh, let's see here. What should we do in terms of an end of episode thing? Carl, um, 
I've got a little something that I thought I would share. And it goes uh, a little something let me pull it like up. this. So we're we're growing mustaches, um, which isn't the most fashionable thing to do. I, I guess not. Mustaches, I think for our generation, they've kind of they've fallen out of style. Yeah, but the hipster thing, isn't that still a thing? That's excessive mustachery, though. Okay. Like where you're waxing and curling the ends of it. Like, fuck off, man. Okay. Our fathers did not wax their mustaches. That's true. And I don't think our grandfathers did either. But I've been asked twice if I was going to wax my mustache because since I started growing people this. are stupid. Okay. They expect you to either go all out in an ironic way. Mm-hmm. Or no mustache at all. That is... Okay, that jives. I dig it. Yeah. So I thought I would share, to make up for our mustachery, um, some advice from famous fashion designer Tom Ford. Okay. Which are supposed to be the essentials uh, for men. Okay. So it's a list of things that are essential, I guess, to be a man. In terms of fashion. In terms of fashion, but I think you'll find not just fashion. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Number one, the perfect pair of dark denim jeans. If you don't have that, you're not a man. Not a man. Okay. Number two, a sense of humor. Mm. That's easier to come by than a nice pair of dark jeans. Perfect pair. Not just a nice pair. Oh, yeah. Perfect oh, yeah. pair. So it's just a sense of humor. Yeah, not a perfect, not a, perfect of... not a good one. Wow. Just a sense of humor. Okay. Uh, number three, a daily read of an intelligent online newspaper. Ugh. What? Like, is there an example? No. Okay. No. Good fucking luck. Yeah. Um, number four, good manners. Oh, no. <laughs> number five. A nail clipper. Not just borrowing your wife's. <laughs> I, right. Or, or uh, going out to your tool shop and grinding them down. Oh, yeah, with a Dremel. You don't have a, <laughs> a nail clipper. Uh, number six, tweezers. That's weird. Number seven, this one. Number seven, magnifying mirror. Ugh, what? This asshole. Number eight, beautiful toothbrush. Ugh. Some of this feels like <laughs> it was assembled using like a random word generator. Right. Because I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, hey, that's a beautiful toothbrush. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's happened. Um, Man, if only we were sponsored by Quip. <laughs> someday. Number nine, bottle of mouthwash. Okay. Ten. A good cologne that becomes a signature. Uh, Eleven. A well-cut dark suit. Oh, man. The list is over ten items long. Oh, yeah. It's 22. Oh, boy. Uh, Halfway point, people. Congratulations. Number 12. A pair of classic black lace-up shoes. Okay. Thirteen. Black loafers. Fourteen. Blazer black 
Doesn't specify. Oh. 15. Lots of crisp white cotton shirts. Uh, this is so boring. 16. Uh-huh. This one I think you'll appreciate. Always new socks and underwear. Underneath, in italics, it says, throw the old ones away every six months. <laughs> every six months, you yes. say? Yes. All right. All right. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's expensive. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that, how, I don't know how common that is. So, which makes me afraid to say how long I've had socks on. <laughs> uh, I think I refresh every three to five years. Yeah. 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 I think that's closer. Yeah. Uh, number 17, a classic tuxedo. Number 18, a beautiful day watch with a metal band. A day watch. Number 19, a beautiful evening watch with a leather strap. Now, please remember, the only things that are beautiful on this list. (laughs) Toothbrush, day watch, evening watch. Okay. What do you wear uh, after midnight? I don't know. What about dusk? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. I guess it's open to interpretation. All right, let's see where we are. Number 20, the perfect sunglasses. Not just the free ones that I steal at work? I don't know. Are they perfect? Uh, They're pretty perfect because they're free. So, uh, 21, a good bed, crisp sheets, down pillows, and a down duvet. He doesn't live in the desert. Number 22. Uh Uh-huh. Perfect teeth. Jesus. Underneath, if you don't have them, save up and have them fixed. I was going to say, like, if you don't have them, find someone with them and kill them them. and take them from their mouth. (laughs) That, like, okay, well, no, fuck that. Like, I tried. I tried so hard to, like have suiting or have something nice and fancy. And right. the fact is that like, you know, it might fit when I buy it, but it's not right. going to fit and it doesn't wear well and it gets stained and it sits in my closet. And so I have to dry clean it before I wear it and after I wear it. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. And a tuxedo on top of a nice black suit on top of a blazer. Uh, on top of perfect toothbrush. And you know, beautiful toothbrush. Sorry. And, and yeah, like, I think my dad has had the same blazer for 35 years. And it's not nice. Right. It's just a blazer. A blazer. And so when he goes to, uh, actually, my aunt made fun of him because at both of his daughter's weddings, he wore jeans and that blazer. <laughs> when, so this is, this is yeah. where I'm coming from, people. Like, uh, sorry. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, lazy when it comes to that kind of thing. Uh, when my little sister got married a couple of years ago, um, and, and kind of announced that she was going to have a wedding, which is out of the ordinary for me and my siblings. Okay. Like, to have a wedding? To have like, yeah, a wedding. Like well, you, you you're inviting people and you RSVP and all this stuff. You didn't have a wedding when you got no. married. Uh, oh. right. Um, I think the first thought in all of our minds was, what's dad going to wear? Nice. Because 
there's 0% chance that he has a suit. <laughs> what did your dad do for a living? Not much. Uh, okay. <laughs> I've, I have a lot of questions uh, that go back to the story that your mom and dad still go to the same mosque. Yes. But they've been divorced for... 26 years. And they attend the same service? Yes. Wow. That's yes. um, stubbornness, mm. laziness, mm. Um, intending to make you feel awkward. I feel that's not a conscious decision on their part. So what did your dad wear to? He surprised us all uh, and did have a blazer. I don't know if he specifically procured a blazer for the wedding. But there are a number of reasons why we wouldn't think that he would. Yeah. Uh, number one, uh, he's cheap. Uh, number two, he doesn't like to spend money. Uh, number three, he especially doesn't like to spend money on clothes. So there's there a little go. concern and kind of like, hey, dad, you want me to take you shopping like for a suit or something? Like you're dealing with a child. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Essentially, because, you know, he doesn't want to be an inconvenience. Yeah. Yeah, so we were kind of surprised when we saw him in the blazer. Nice. Um, w- so was the last the tag still on it. I didn't check. <laughs> it was just like that's good enough. Uh, the last job he had, he worked in the photo department at Walgreens. Okay. And I guess you had to wear a tie. He hmm. had to wear a tie. So does my father know how to <laughs> wear tie or tie a tie? No. Was he going to learn? No. Does Walgreens sell clip-on ties? Don't know. <laughs> what he did was he had a friend tie the ties for him, and then he would loosen it, take it off, hang it, still tied. Oh, brilliant. And so he had a few of these nice. ready to go. And then if you ever need to lasso a stray cat, you've got a lasso ready right there. Boom. Yeah, perfect. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. Yeah, I don't know why you did it, but <laughs> you thanks. You can follow us on social media at Stop Hating Cast on Instagram and the tweets and Stop Hating Yourself on Facebook. Send your hate mail to stophatingcast at gmail.com and submit your favorite, most reviled affirmations or any of that mental health internet nonsense to any of those accounts or, you know, ideas for our live show. Correct. And check out our website, stophatredofcasting.com and visit movember.stophatredofcasting.com to see our lack of progress photos or the lack of our progress photos. Or in other words, there aren't any photos of our there progress. There are zero photos. Um, but also to donate. And thank you for those of you who donated so far. I have tried in the Movember app. Mm-hmm. There's, I think, a feature called the Mo Tracker, mm-hmm. where you can take like a daily photo mm-hmm. and then turn it into like a time-lapse video. Yes. I was doing that for, say, the first eight days. And I was like, you know... The photos don't show up anywhere, (laughs) but maybe they're not supposed to. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try and do like the time lapse of the first eight days. And so I tried to do that and it tells me there are no photos. (laughs) That's when you sent me the most recent. This app is absolutely fucking bullshit. (laughs) Yes. Last time. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Yep. Well, hey, as always, be good to yourselves. We're not doing it for you. Bye-bye.